All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the OG Are You Entertained podcast, your ultimate source for all the latest conversations and reactions in the world of music, movies, TV, and sports. I'm Trey Alessio alongside Brandon Ogden in the studio. How you doing, Brandon? What up, what up? What up, what up? Um, as always, follow us on everything. Tell your friends about us. Let's pump these numbers up for 2020. 2019 has been a fun year. This will more than likely be the last OG podcast of this year, uh, but it's been a fun one. Um, but stay tuned for our annual year-end podcast where we rank our top movies, TV shows, songs, albums, sports moments, and much more. Plus, we're going to be doing a special decade podcast where we rank basically the same things just in the decade. Uh, lots of content coming your way. We're on a movie blitz. We're going to talk about that later on in the podcast. Uh, we have a lot to talk about specifically today, so let's hop right into it. As always, we start every podcast with the shoot the shit segment. This is where we talk about any movies, TV shows we've seen, albums or songs that we've heard, or funny stories that we'd like to tell since the last podcast that we won't be breaking down in full detail in the coming segments. So uh, right off the bat, uh, since our last podcast, I talked a little bit about it on the Don and Gumas podcast, but since our last podcast, um, I took a trip to Austin, Texas to um, go to the Austin Film Fest, had a blast, met a lot of people, met uh, D.B. Weiss and David Benioff, and I'm going to be talking about that in the coming segment a little further. Um Saw the Chernobyl writer, Craig Mazin. Um, just saw a bunch of really cool, really um, high-powered writers and uh, learned a lot. Really excited about what came out of that. Uh, met a lot of cool people to connect with and come up. So just, just kind of pump myself up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So um, what, what, what you got going on the horizon since... Our last podcast, it feels like feels like it's been a minute, so you got anything uh, important you'd like to share? Uh, important. Been doing a lot of traveling to Kansas City. Right, right, right. But uh, other than that, not, not a ton. Okay. Speaking of traveling to Kansas City, this is a good segue. I think it's just kind of funny. But So I am a degenerate when it comes to mob movies. Movies in general, but more specifically mob yeah. movies. And The Irishman came out. Um, I couldn't wait to see it. I needed to see it on a theater, uh, on a big screen before it hit Netflix. And uh, I couldn't wait. So Brandon and I traveled down. We uh, saw The Irishman in Kansas City, drove three hours. The movie was longer than the actual drive. So that was just kind of funny. But uh, our buddy Colin went down with us, and we had a good time. It was a good time. It, it, you know, people laugh at me and make fun of me when I say I went to Kansas City to see a movie. But <laughs> God, do what you we got made it. a weekend. Out we of make it. We did we make a weekend, weekend of, it. of it. Power and Light District is is dope. That's yep. the first time I've been there, so that was cool. But uh, yeah, the movie was pretty pretty amazing. We can talk about it further if we really want. Um, some movies, some other movies. So obviously, we're in the midst of a unfiltered cinematics movie blitz. If you're a subscriber or a fan of the YouTube channel, uh, we break down movies and give our instant reactions. And we're in the midst of seeing like 15 movies, <clears throat> but I did go see one without Brandon, and that was Marriage Story. 
Uh, it's also a Netflix movie, mm-hmm. and I went to see it. Actually, I saw it by myself. I'm man enough to say that. Sat <laughs> in a theater by myself. Nothing wrong with that. Almost teared up a little bit. Hey, I've cried in a movie by myself before. Don't feel bad. Okay. Fault in Our Stars. You went by yourself. I for went that? by myself. Yeah, because I knew Honestly, I was going to cry. I don't mind. It's seeing, peaceful, man. I don't it's mind peaceful. seeing movies by myself. I feel like you like it. You're more focused a little yeah. bit, and you pull more away from it sometimes absolutely but uh this was definitely a tearjerker it pulled on my heartstrings um just a roller coaster of emotion when it hits netflix i highly recommend watching it and we discussed i think it hits netflix this weekend right right? so i'll be i will watch it'll be it'll be in the queue i will watch it this week cool yeah no you'll have to let me know what you think because definitely uh like it tugs in the heartstrings and i think it probably will be in the top 10 for you so you'll have to let me know if you cry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, probably cry. There's uh, a good chance I cry. There's a good chance. Um, another one that I might see that I might see without you. I haven't. I we, we haven't obviously gotten to that point yet. But uh, Honey Boy, yep. really looking forward to that movie. I know you want to see it, but our schedules might not match up. Um, I might go see that this weekend. Really looking forward to that movie. There's just a ton of movies coming up, and we can get into that a little bit later. But um, I also want to hit on a TV show that I'm infatuated with, that I absolutely love. It's beautifully written, Watchmen. If I'm going to recommend a show to you right now, Watchmen is it. It's fucking incredible. Um, It's one of those, like, it's weird because Watchmen was a a Zack Snyder movie back in, I don't know, the early 2000s, I think. And it's kind of a sequel series, but they introduce like made up characters. So it's like it's separate from that universe, yeah. but it's still very much part of that universe, that, if that makes sense. But uh, it's based on the graphic novel. I asked for the graphic novel for Christmas. That's how much I'm like loving this show. Um, I think there's two episodes left, maybe one. But dude, it is fucking insane. So. If if you need a show to watch right now, I would recommend HBO Watchmen. It's crazy. So uh, it, it it deals with like race and kind of that whole thing, but it's also like a kind of a superhero type show. Yeah. But it deals with like um, vigilantism versus heroism. It's just really really fucking good. Very dense. Very well put together. So highly recommend that. Um, you got anything for shoot the shit? Anything uh, you're listening to or watching? So. I've listened to Luke Combs dropped a new album. Country oh shit, Singer. he's flexing dude. his country pipes. Yeah, it's my dude. So that'll definitely be in the top ten albums of 2019 for me. Spoiler, okay. Um, and then, oh man, excuse me, brain is getting a little <laughs> sicky on us. Yeah, and then uh, been watching the uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series Hell TV yeah. show on Disney Plus. Okay, and I've been a big fan actually. I really enjoy it. So good shit. All right. All right, well, um, that's kind of a good segue to get into some movies TV talk. So uh, recently, kind of on a surprise, I don't think, I mean, people were speculating, but I think they kind of surprised dropped this. The Black Widow trailer, or not trailer, teaser technically, uh, officially dropped. I think they dropped it at like, I don't know, like five in the morning, morning, right? Like they, they, it was... Kind of a surprise drop. Pretty cool. I'm a big fan of the surprise drops. So. Yeah, so it sounds like they did it to try to get ahead of the James Bond uh, um, okay. stuff. So okay. that's what they were going was for. Was it on? Uh, they were a day apart, though, It was right? a day apart, but, but still. They, James Bond was releasing all the posters and everything. Gotcha. Um, so they just wanted to create some buzz before all that. Gotcha. Okay, so uh, this movie, I believe, takes place 
in between Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. So that's just kind of the timeline. So technically this would be a prequel um, in terms of where we're actually at in the MCU right now. So obviously, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Endgame, yeah. R.I.P. Black Widow. <laughs> uh, she's getting a movie, so I think this is a prequel. Um, so let's just kind of break down the trailer a little bit. Um, right off the bat, I think the, the, the line that sticks out to me right away is uh, – uh, Natasha says, I've lived a lot of lives, but I'm done running from my past. Um, we see, and you're going to have to help me out here because you're more of an MCU guy than me, but uh, we see Thunderbolt Ross. Is he in other? That's the dude that they de-aged, right? But he, yeah. maybe. He, so he's like the uh, military commander at the end of Hulk, okay. if you've seen that. So like in the last scene of... Hulk, when they do the end credit scenes, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is talking to him. Okay, okay. And is he like a villain character? No, I don't no. think so. Uh, I think it's just more a part of like S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. sort of. Okay, interesting. Uh, so we got a little look at him. Uh, the Black Widow appears to go back in to, to Russia or maybe Budapest. I don't correct me on that. Yeah. Uh, to meet back up with her quote unquote family. I don't think they're actually family, but they call each other family. Um, it includes. You want to try this one? You're the uh, Yelena Belova. There you go. See, you, you just roll with it and you don't you don't <laughs> look back. I appreciate that. Um, the this is gonna be funny. So the only reason I know her is I play like a Marvel Puzzle Quest uh, game yeah. on my phone, and she's a character on there, and so I've seen her. I think she's just like a different version of Black Widow. I could honestly see... Is it her sister? It's her sister, right? I don't know if they're a f like like real sisters, though. Oh, she calls okay. her sis, but I was reading up a little bit on it, and I don't think they're actually sisters. I could be wrong. Could All be right. wrong. But um, I could see Natasha passing the torch to her. You know, if they end on good terms, obviously, yeah. maybe she becomes a villain. Who knows? Uh, then we have the Red Guardian, which is said to be the Russian version of Captain America. I was reading up a little bit, and there's speculation as to does he get the super serum and become like Russia's um, answer to Captain Cap America in the Cold War, that whole thing. Uh, so we have him, and then we have a mysterious Melina character that I don't think a lot of people... I don't know if she's completely made up or if she's from the comics. I don't know. Uh, Natasha then says we have to go back to where it all started. Uh, from what I was reading, a lot is speculated that to be the Red Room. Yeah. Where, uh, where she, she was basically trained, trained tortured, and, whatever. Yeah, made into who she is now. Um, we also see Black Widow in her white suit. I think that's totally badass. I do too. I'm all here for it. Um, from what I was reading... It's just to be able to blend in with the snow, <laughs> but it still looks really cool. We also get our first look at the villain Taskmaster. Uh, this this villain, um, he is basically can copycat anybody's powers. And in the brief, the brief time that we see him, we see him with a bow and arrow. And so it's speculated that at some point he came into contact with Hawkeye. So maybe that plays in somehow, um, but he looks really cool. Um, I, I don't. People were kind of nitpicking on Twitter that 
he doesn't look exactly like he did in the comics. It's a movie, so get over it. But I think he looks cool. Uh, the Red Guardian also says family back together again. So I don't know. I just I heard the word family like two or three times in this trailer. Right. It feels like a movie that is the center is family at the core of it, and that's kind of the theme. So that's kind of the vibe I was getting. Um, also, this could mean, are they, I mean, I think this is a given, are they all, and when I say all, I think Natasha, Yelena, uh, the guard, the Red Guardian, Melina, are they all going to have to team up to beat Taskmaster? Task <laughs> that is what I would guess. Um, do you have any take on that? What do you think of that? Well, just, I'm going off beat here, but I'm reading about the Red Guardian. Apparently, in oh, some yeah. of the comics, he's actually married to Black Widow. Oh, really? Yeah. This one, the tr- just based on this like yeah, I don't two minute trailer, it feels like she's more of a father figure. Yeah, yeah, I don't right? think he will be in the movie. Okay, but um, interesting. Right, right. Okay, sorry, sorry. Say that again. What was your question? No, I guess my my question was: Is it obvious that they're all going to team up th- to beat this Taskmaster? I would master? so. Right. I could see something where like the Red Guardian ends up being kind of a, a villain or one of her sisters. Kind of ends up becoming a villain, yeah. Yeah, um, but for sure, it, it appears at least at the beginning that's what the plan's going to be. Right, right, and it'll be interesting to see because the the taskmaster doesn't seem like a villain that would really loop into the red room. So I wonder if they'll be kind of separate, um, kind of tasks that they have yeah. to go for in this movie, or if they'll link up somehow. Um, but overall. What are your thoughts on this trailer? Are you excited for this movie? Yeah, I'm very excited actually. Uh, love the trailer. Looks like uh, it looks it looks a lot different than what Marvel's done, and some of that's because she's such a grounded character. That, right. You know, they don't really have a choice. Um, I think it's only right that Skojo gets you know her own movie and her for own sure. time to shine. Um, I think she's much deserving of that. So excited to see her. Um, probably the last time uh, we get to see her. Um, I would, I would think so for sure. Um, and then also just kind of fun to see, you know, what cameos we get. There was rumor at once of a Robert Downey Jr. cameo. Okay. Um, wouldn't be surprised if we see a Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. Right. Um, the only thing I, I, w- I kind of want to know, so in a lot of the Marvel movies, they, like, make a point to reference Budapest. Like, right. Um, so I wonder, like, I feel like the time frame doesn't match up for this to be what they're talking about, which kind of makes me a little mad because I kind of wish they would go back and explore Budapest okay. where we can see like what that reference always means. Sure. But, you know, that's nitpicking. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm off on my timeline. I yeah. could be. Um, yeah. But. I'm not like all into it enough to yeah. really talk about that. But uh, I don't know. It looks really good to me, and I'm definitely going to go see it. I, I, I'm i a big fan of it. looks a little more gritty than other yeah. Marvel movies. I'm a fan of that. Um, I, I Like I said, I like that it's grounded. It feels more real. Um, my only gripe, and this is not even about the trailer. This is more so just about the movie happening. It feels like I wish this happened like a few years ago. Like I yeah. feel like it's a – I don't want to say it's like a few years too late, but like – it feels like this should have already happened already. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. I mean. But yes. it's still cool that they're doing yeah. it. I mean, I I'll, I'm going to go watch it, but. They got so wrapped up in wrapping up the, like, affinity 
for sure saga and stuff that they didn't want to take away from that with its own separate movie which i can understand i think it's in a good spot now where um i mean we're kind of in a lull of the aftermath of that right and um, I it's think like it's a before, blank is canvas. it before the internals this this movie yeah oh you're saying like like does it come out before yeah it? yeah, yeah. yeah. So, this comes out in may i think eternals is november okay so maybe of 2020 so it's a good way to you know wrap up again another old character before we kind of really get going on the next phase right. of marvel so right um, that's a good point you know I, I i think it'll be fine okay um yeah i like i said plus I, at this point like i think it's going to be such a long time now between you know spider-man and then this that people are going to be hungry again for marvel movies so i think it's going to do really well as you know too no definitely i mean so it'll kill at the box office 100 percent um I just that if that's my one gripe that I wish they would have done this you know a little bit uh, down down the line further but it it's all good um, I'm it'll I'm here for it so uh, there's that um, then we got a new James Bond trailer No Time to Die uh, you you might have to take the reins on this one I I don't want to say I'm not a Bond guy because I definitely want to go back and check these out the the Bonds with Daniel Gregg. Uh, Craig, Craig, excuse me, but uh, uh, the trailer looks sick. I mean, it looks dope. Yeah. I'm a, I'm excited for uh, Rami Malek's villain character, villainous character. Um, but I mean, what you're a, a Bond yeah. guy? Tell me what kind of popped out to you in this trailer? Yeah, so one uh, was super pumped that it looks like Christopher Waltz is going to be back. Right. Uh, yep. Even though it might not be for long, it might just be a couple scenes. Right. But, um, he's a great villain. So. Um, happy to have him back. Um, we're wrapping up with Daniel Craig. This is his last Bond film, so um, I think part of the lore is just how are they going to wrap it up? Are we going to see the torch pass to a new 007? Um, and then, um, obviously, the love interest um, is going to be quite the um, pivotal. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, just based on watching the trailer, the, the, blo- last the blonde girl... Yeah. I'm assuming used to be his, you know, yeah, love I think interest. In the last movie, they like I, I can't remember if they got married or they just started dating. But okay, um, yeah. But like she, he said something about like betrayal. Like yeah, she betrayed it kind him. of looks like in the trailer that maybe she betrays him and she's been having a secret the whole time. Okay, um, so and then the other British girl that he calls Double O. Yeah. So. Is she in the other movies too? No. So no, is that character. a potential pass the torch? Like, could he do that? Yeah, um, and they move forward with a female uh, Bond. I, I I wouldn't be surprised at all. I'd be shocked that it's I'd, I I don't know who that actress is. I don't know her either. I, so I'd be shocked if they went with like a kind of no name actress. No-name. Usually they like to pick some type of up and comer. Um, so I'd be shocked, but um, maybe. But you do think they'll go female? I kind is, of is that your hot take prediction? Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Because I was looking, I was looking on Twitter. I mean, Maybe just not people talking about it. I think there'll it. be some type of minority. Okay. Um, I I've seen prediction like the two predictions that I saw. Someone tweeted Tom Holland, and yeah. someone combated with that and said he'll be too busy with Spider Man. And then I also saw Henry Ca- uh, Cavill. Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan of that. The Tom Holland one, he just doesn't look like a Bond. He's a scrawny right. kid. Um, I think he's too young. Henry Cavill is interesting, but 
I feel like he's almost typecasted as Superman at this point. Yeah. That I'm not sure that would work. What they would go for. I could see like Arnie Hammer before him. Okay. And people I know have been campaigning for Arnie Hammer to be Batman. Yeah. So, and obviously we have the Robert Pattinson Batman. But there, are, I'm sure, in the works with like three different Batmans. You never I know. So we just go with Daniel Radcliffe. Let Harry Potter be <laughs> James Bond. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Okay. Uh, anything else on this trailer? The Girl Who Was In Knives Out, a movie we yep. just saw, yep. uh, just dropped the unfiltered cinematics for that. So go check it out. Uh, she is in Bond. She is looking mighty fine. She's a smoke show. She is. And yeah, no, uh, I'm very excited for this movie, though. Is she going to be a love interest, too? Or was she, I'm I didn't, not sure. I didn't really see Yeah, I didn't really see her, her much, much in the trailer. In the, uh, but Rami Malek's character looks really intriguing. Yeah. I, I kind of heard talks of like he's going to be like a different kind of terrorist yeah um Sounds just like based on like savvy right like just based on the little bit we saw and i think maybe we get w- like a one-liner from him in the trailer mm-hmm. um i'm intrigued so it, this this intrigues me enough to want to go back and watch at least the daniel craig bond movies yeah. to catch up on this would you recommend that i mean yeah okay uh, they I, all tie together right like yeah it won't it's not like a standalone no yeah they all tie together and he's he's a pretty solid bond um he's probably top three bond top four okay so it's a good one um we oh, do have to talk, talk about, about the, the music yeah, yeah, yeah let's talk about the song so yeah so we were, before the podcast we were just talking because brandon was watching the trailer to catch up a little uh that we love Bond, like the Bond music is just awesome. Yeah. And then I talked about, oh, Adele had that dope Bond song, mm-hmm. and then we Sam, Sam Smith, Smith, and then we were get to talking who who do we think is going to do this Bond song? Yeah. And what do you what what predictions I guess did you have for that? I don't know you if I have some predictions. Pr- the one to predict. you told me it would be fucking yeah. awesome. I think Frank Ocean would be oh, that'd be really so really cool. Um, I think John Legend would be another one that'd be really fun. Yeah. Um. Trying to think of who else, Elton John, Sir, yeah. Sir Elton. What about like Jamie Fox? Okay, I haven't really she, heard much in the in the music realm from him. Yeah, just give us one good song, one good Bond song. Okay, Brandon is digging in the crates. No, I'm gonna. I'm He's gonna British, ain't he? Put this, no, you're oh, thinking oh, that Twenty One Savage. Twenty One Savage. Oh, that's fucked though. Same fucking difference. <laughs> We get a trap Bond song yeah, with 21, 21, 21. Damn. Someone, You're fucked uh, for that. The uh, <laughs> Lights Camera Barstool guys uh, predicted Lil Nas X will be the Bond, next oh Bond God. singer. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah, I'm going to take my <laughs> jag to the <laughs> uh, Good times. Good times. All right. Anything else on 007? Nope. All right. That's coming, I think, in the summer of 2020. I maybe so. Maybe spring. Uh, so I'll, ha- I'll have to catch up on the movies before then. All right, let's get into some Mandalorian. Yes. We are Star Wars geeks, and we finally have the first live-action Star Wars TV show. Uh, we both jumped on the Disney Plus bandwagon right away, and uh, Mandalorian is really top on the originals list for the, yeah. sh- the platform right yeah. now. Really, they don't have much else. They have the high school musical thing. No they have hell. some more like documentary type stuff, but 
really they they don't have like a ton of original content yet they're It'll they're unveiling more and more ah, it's It'll gonna be, be coming. coming i wish they would have put a marvel show to yeah. uh start but it is what it is We're, let's let's break down the mandalorian though we have episodes one through four um to recap we are halfway i just checked the schedule beforehand and the, it is eight episodes i know uh a couple days ago we were talking about how many episodes there are so we're halfway through the season um i also found out that um the week of the last jedi nope. they're premiering return of the skywalker. Or return of, uh, return or of skywalker rise Excuse of skywalker rise of skywalker sorry episode nine <laughs> the 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 week of episode nine, they're going to release it on a Wednesday, and it's going to come with a preview of the movie. Okay. So that will should be cool, so we'll be on the lookout for that. But let's get into it. So episode one, I, I put like just like the, cl- the clear-cut, like easiest thing, like, yeah. it, br- like briefest, briefest sentence for each <clears throat> episode. So it's not going to be like an in-depth thing but we can make it that if we want so episode one mando finds baby yoda baby yoda is probably the cutest fucking outside of Emmett. piece outside of him i just meant like <laughs> in terms of star wars yeah like cutest fucking thing they just unveiled the plush doll is gonna oh, be yeah. going on sale i might have to cop just because of how fucking cute this thing is um but yeah, so that's like the main thing that. Oh, besides you're missing the best line of ever. What? The hard job, the best in the plastic. Oh yeah, that's your, <laughs> that is your boy. So obviously, uh, the guy's voice is m- awesome. That 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 did it for you. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm missing like a ton of details. Yeah, this is just okay. like the main it's, point yeah. of every episode. Um, but yes, Mandalorian is a bounty hunter. He's sent on this. Big bounty because he's the best in the galaxy. Plastic. Uh, best in the plastic. And um, he finds out that everyone else has a tracker to this um, bounty. And then he finally gets to it, and it's Baby Yoda. And we are led to believe that it's not actually uh, any relation to the actual Yoda. We think that he's just a Yoda species. Hasn't been confirmed or denied yet by Star Wars or, or Lucasfilm or anything. But then in episode two, Baby Yoda say... So at this point, it felt to me um, that if it felt like it was going to be man, the, the Mandalorian going on missions basically every episode. I'm like, eh, it's good, but it hasn't enthralled me yet. Um, I'm going to keep watching. But uh, he had to go on this other mission... I think to get away from the Jawas, um, and he runs into this big ass rhino looking thing, and Baby Yoda saves Mando using the Force. Uh, Baby Yoda passes out, but he wakes up at the end. That's kind of the cliffhanger for the next one. Episode three: Mando collects his bounty by taking Baby Yoda in. Um, this was kind of a one eighty because the whole time they're dropping hints like he has a heart. He. Uh, isn't going to yes. go through with it, but then he does go through with through with it. But you're like, oh shit! But then he gets cold feet, goes against the guild, and takes Baby Yoda back. Episode. F- so th- at that this- also has an epic fight scene, right? Where right. All of the other Mandalorians come out. And right. All the Mandalorians help. So I guess I'm conf- uh, not confused by this, but so I I just I was always uh, in the mind that. 
the Mandalorians were also part of the guild. So are the Mandalorians separate from the guild? Because obviously the Mandalorians came to his rescue against the guild, basically. So, Or I guess the rest of the bounty hunters. Yeah, there's a line in here, and I I think I'm misremembering it, but... Remember when he's getting his armor like resuited after he collects the bounty? Right, the like silver, yep. dope looking yep. armor. And all of the like other uh, Mandalorians come in and are talking to him. And it this sounds is the way. Yeah, um, it sounds <laughs> like it sounds like maybe there's only one true Mandalorian at a time. Okay, and right now he's it. Okay, and so I just think like maybe there's only he's the only one in the guild, but. He's the only one that's allowed to be in the guild. And maybe I completely am misunderstanding that or misheard that. That's just what you think or that's what you think? I thought that's what I heard. Okay. Uh, Okay. And then like taking that, that would be my guess that only one at a time in the guild. Sure. um, Until that one dies um, or retires or whatever. Um, Or it's just kind of a brotherhood thing. Um, No matter what, you have the other Mandalorians back. So they're going to help fight that way okay cool yeah epic battle scene so i think episode three i told you i i think like obviously um you know you we talk about like going back and trying to uh, get you to watch like game of thrones Uh and like there's that there's there's a point where you're like all right i'm fucking hooked so like i'm trying to be like forward thinking here and being like i could see episode three being yeah. the the episode that hooks people because i don't know like i said it felt like because that's still at that point in episode three he um turned in baby yoda and got his bounty and then the other the um one guy he's like here's your puck for your next mission i'm like yeah. here we go like it's just gonna be a fucking show about going to get missions and at that point i'm like i don't know i don't like the way this is going but then they do a 180 and he takes baby yoda and it it redeems itself basically. So yeah. the only thing I would counter to that is I think with the big like cliff or like twist at the end of episode one where it's like baby Yoda, I feel like for Star Wars fans that's going to be the point where they're like, Yeah, I'm all the way in. Like I just <laughs> the, wanna know the, I just wanna know about baby Yoda. Right, right. That's fair. And you know that he's gonna have a big fucking part to right. play coming up in the next few episodes. Um I had this. I had something in my head, but I will. We'll, it'll come back to me. Uh, let's talk a little about a little bit about episode four. So we're introduced to a new character, Kara Dune. Uh, Mando goes to this farming community with Baby Yoda, kind of to just get away. Um, the farming community, it, they're they're basically getting terrorized by these savages. Savages, I guess. And uh, they asked Mando and Cara Dune to help. They do help. They defeat. Also had an Imperial Walker. Right. They had an AT and T Walker. That was dope. Uh, is it AT and T Walker? AT something like that. Something yeah. like that. Uh, they had a Walker and they defeated it. It was a, it was cool. Um, and then Mando was going to leave Baby Yoda, um, but then this. So we find out that there's a dude with a tracker because we find out everyone had a tracker on yep. this baby Yoda for a bounty. Um, and this dude almost shoots baby Yoda. And at that point, Mando knows that they can't stay there and he takes them and they go. So that's, we also where, learned, that's where we're left off for episode five coming up. Yep. And we also learned that um, Mando can take his mask off just not in front of people. If he right. takes it off in front of people, 
Like he's done. He being can't a be the Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. Which yep. was interesting. Yeah, in, in, interesting. Because I've always kept thinking, like, how the fuck does he eat? How does he right. drink? Like all right. that. And now we know. So my whole thing, like, so do you, I guess my question to you would be, what has more allure with it? Is it do you want to know more about Baby Yoda, or do you want to know more about the Mandalorian? Oh, Baby Yoda. You see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's interesting because. Obviously, the show is The Mandalorian, and it feels more like it's Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah. No, 100% of this. I mean, I, I, I personally still want to know who The Mandalorian is. I hope he plays – I don't want him to be like Boba Fett or like I've yeah, heard no. stupid-ass rumors that, oh, it's Boba Fett. No, no. it ain't Boba Fett. But I, I, I want him to – I don't want him to be related to anybody, but like I want him to have an identity. Yeah. Right. Like, and maybe play a part in the future of Star Wars. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I, I've heard. So, have you heard any theories or have any theories about either the Mandalorian or Baby Yoda? Not really. I've heard one pretty cool Baby Yoda theory. So I've heard the reason why the Imperials want uh, Baby Yoda is for his midichlorians. Mm. I've heard midichlorians are like a like a part of this series okay so what do you think of that do you like that theory yeah, interesting yeah just basically create their own super villain like Vader again right right because i mean we see baby yoda use the force so we know i don't want to say he's a, gonna be a jedi but we know he has yeah. that ability um so yeah i mean the, the it's it's very intriguing the whole history behind baby yoda if you had to guess who has a, more of a future in, in like star wars outside of the mandalorian is it baby yoda or is it the mandalorian damn that's tough i mean to me it's baby yoda i think i mean I, yes I think, because he's so young i mean he yeah. is 50 but it doesn't really matter in yoda years <laughs> uh, but uh i mean maybe he will grow and become a jedi i mean def i could see it could but then, you, is but then any, the only weird is part there is any way they put it in episode nine uh i don't know i feel like that'd be cramming way too much yeah. but maybe here's the thing here's the th this is going to be the weird thing i mean then you would get the critics who'd be like where was he in the last jedi in the force awakens he saved himself for palpatine yeah. One more square off of Palpatine. Could, could be. Could be. Um, yeah. I mean, I could definitely see down the line where he grows and becomes this powerful being, but I don't know. I, I could see them playing on more of the Mandalorian. I mean, we're going to get a Mandalorian season two already. They're already filming right. it. So, um, but yeah, there's a lot of mystery behind it. I, I love the So we were talking, what are your thoughts on like the lengths of each episode? Do you care? I mean, no, I think they're good lengths. I, I, I think, I just think it was weird that it's 30 minutes. Like I would think it'd yeah. be closer to 60. Yeah. But if it's they're too more long. so what? if it's too what? long, then, then, then I think people lose interest. I think if you're able to tell the story at a good pace, um, I'm fine with it rather than just throwing in some fillers to, you know, make the show longer. Sure. Um, I, I feel like every episode has been really well paced, so I don't yeah, have totally. a problem with it. Totally. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I just, I, I going in, I always thought like it's going to be a drama. Um, so it's going to be more of a 60, but then again, with streaming, it doesn't really matter. The rules right. changed. Um, so I, I mean, each one has been different. I think the first one was like 38. Then we got a 30. Then we got a, like a 40 minute like so yeah. i don't think they're really playing by any rules on the length like they could just do whatever they want because it's streaming um 
So yeah, let's let's talk a little bit else about Disney Plus. You said you've been watching anything? I guess before we do that, anything else in the Mandalorian? No, I think we covered it. Okay, cool. Um, so what else have you been watching on Disney Plus? You talked about High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yep. Anything? Anything else? You what? What else you rocking with? Yeah. So I've gone back through pretty much watched all of the Marvel movies in order. Um, grinding yeah um i plan i plan to do star wars i plan yeah, to before do s- the ninth one before episode nine yeah it's a good call um and then i also watched star wars empire dreams which is a documentary about um the original star wars and george lucas which is fascinating i highly recommend that to everybody um i've seen most of noel were you, were you rocking all with of it? it um it's okay it's pretty corny yeah but um you know, it is kind of what it is. It is a Disney movie. Um, what else? I don't know if I've really watched much else on that. I, the one thing I haven't done is like gone back to like the TV shows and shit that I watched when I was a kid, like, right? Um, so, even Stevens and all that, but. right? When I find myself like I don't know, just needing to kill like thirty minutes, and it's just kind of background filler. Yeah, like I threw on an episode of Recess. Oh, I okay. threw I threw on a couple episodes of the. 90s animated x-men series which is actually really good i want to continue watching that i threw on an episode of clone wars you know shit like that where they're they're short and you can just watch them i do want to finish clone wars because i started on netflix i watched like two or three seasons right and i've heard it's just i've heard it's really good and i think there's a new season coming (laughs) i don't think it's here yet but i think it's coming so that'll be something to i guess watch that for so i did the bundle so i got hulu so now i'm trying to like figure out what to watch on hulu too so like now that like Friday I watched my High School Musical, I watched Mandalorian, and then I kind of like if I'm not watching a Marvel movie, forget about Disney Plus a little bit, um, and trying to switch a little bit back over to Hulu to get you know my money's worth on. That. Have you so, seen? Have you been watching anything on Hulu? I've been watching Seinfeld on there, like oh, okay. as I fall asleep and stuff like that. I recommended uh, Power. Power, you recommended. I and then watch, Atlanta. Yeah, and I want to watch do those. Uh, Creed Two on there because okay. I haven't okay. seen that one yet. I did watch the first couple episodes of uh, Rami. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good. I'll probably. I mean, I think it's only ten episodes right yeah. now, so I th- I'll probably finish that. It's pretty good. So. All right, Disney Plus. Do, uh, do you get your money's worth with ESPN Plus? See, that's the that's why I didn't bundle because I feel like I wouldn't watch ESPN Plus. Um, you do it more so for the fight. Yeah, right? I watch but, a lot of the UFC stuff on there, so it's worth it for me. Okay, there you go. Cool, Disney Plus, ladies and gentlemen. They are. Uh, um, are they? Uh, one last question: Are they making a dent in the streaming war yet? Oh yeah. You think? Yeah. Okay. How many users did they have signed up day one? Like. Fucking 10 million? 10 million, something crazy. Yeah, they're making a dent. Okay. Okay. It's just a matter of time, too. Once all the Marvel like shows and stuff get on there, too, I think it's a wrap. For Netflix? Not. Or you, th- or you just think they're going to take the lead I think in, they'll the take the lead. in the war? Yeah. Okay. I they have they have some ground to cover I think I mean well, yeah, we've but, talked but about you this in the past time for their for their I mean they've already they're kicked the shit out of Apple um, yeah on their Apple release. I don't foresee making it none of these other ones Peacock no one's gonna download like I, like I think of all of the ones that are coming um, they have definitely have the strongest content I know you're a big HBO guy but. I still think the Disney brand's just bigger than than HBO. Yeah, um, 
HBO's in a tough spot because, I mean, I love, love, love HBO, but I feel like you have to rely heavily, like, on Warner Brothers or, like, yeah. maybe loop in DC with it, like, bring in, uh, like, a, a superhero series or something. Like, you have to... A big franchise. You need basically. more than a Friends, unscripted Friends reunion, like, yeah, special. Sounds terrible. Right? Like, it'll be cool to see all of them together, but I want the show i don't want to see yeah, them talking like are they gonna be monica and chandler or are they gonna be matthew perry and jennifer aniston yeah and all them like yeah. i yeah it's i don't know so it'll be interesting to see i'm very intrigued by the streaming wars though it's it's a it's a interesting time that we live in media wise and i'm here for it all right let's move on uh game of thrones a little bit the Game of Thrones writers D.B. Weiss and David Benioff exited their Star Wars trilogy. I have a uh, awkward kind of funny story about this. <laughs> um, yeah, so like I said, I they were kind of the main speakers at the Austin Film Fest, and um, they had two panels and an awards luncheon. I went to all of them. Um, it was actually funny, so... I had to pay separately for the awards luncheon, so I Shocker. made it there, and then literally they overlapped the next panel with the awards luncheon, so I had to leave the awards luncheon a little bit early, walk my happy ass down the Austin downtown just to make it to this next panel because I because these things fill up, and them being Game of Thrones people, um, I mean, it was already packed. So I they talked about their Game of Thrones their their Game of Thrones panel and then I worked up the courage I grew the balls to go up and talk to them right so I everyone at the end of the panel everyone swarms them tries to get their picture taken you know talks to them all this so they have a bunch of people they're talking to I'm literally next in line right. And the guy comes out and he says, all right, we got to clear the room. We got to clear the room. The next panel is getting ready. And I'm like, fuck. So I tra <laughs> I trailed uh, D.B. Weiss and David Benioff into the lobby. And I work my way. I shimmy past some people. Finally get to him. And I had a connection with one of them. Uh, he went to grad school at the University of Iowa. Obviously, we're from Iowa. So I landed on that talking point we talked a little bit gave him my card which i was super fucking hype about yo db weiss and david benioff if you need some love at netflix i'm here let's get this bread he's the only one who didn't shit on your ending that's right that's fucking right um and yeah we talked we got our picture taken it was super cool so the funny part about this whole thing where it loops into star wars literally the last thing i say to him as i'm leaving i was like can't wait to see what you guys do with Star Wars. <laughs> and I know I noticed Benioff raised his eyebrows a little bit, and I was like, okay, that was interesting. <laughs> uh, and I didn't really think anything of it. So if I get back home a couple days later, right, and news broke that they exited the Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that if I can explain that it. That makes sense. So they're not doing it anymore. Um, so I, it was just kind of funny. But the cooler part of the story is I got my picture taken. And I gave him my card. So pretty fucking hype about that. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. what? So let me ask you this in terms of uh, kind of Star Wars and 
Weiss and Benioff and where they're headed. Do you think that this was the right move for both Star Wars and Weiss and Benioff? Or do you think they would have made magic with together, basically? It's hard to... It, you'll, we'll just I mean, never, it's just a what if. Yeah, yeah but... We'll never know. Because it was going to be a movie. What, was it, were they doing a movie or were they doing a show? The Netflix or Star Wars? For Star Wars. They they had they had a trilogy. Okay. And yeah. they, they were supposed to have the next movie... Uh, after this trilogy, yeah. So they were they were going to be before the Rian Johnson trilogy, yeah. Then and people were speculating that it was going to be Old Republic, but then it was also announced that a different director was going to do an Old Republic movie, which was announced. So people were like, "Oh my God, what are they doing?" So at yeah. that point, they probably already knew that they were exiting. Yeah, if they could have, I feel like if it was a TV show. Then maybe it it could have been really successful. Um, some of the stuff they've done movie wise hasn't been great. I don't know if they have done movies. I, I think ben, sure. Benioff I think started off doing movies before Game of Thrones, but I don't think maybe uh, not Weiss together. Yeah, but had done anything. Yeah, movie wise. So but you just they are different uh, doing a TV show versus doing a movie. Oh yeah, totally. Um, especially giving him three. Like right. when we don't even know what one would look like, um, right. it's always a risk. So, and if they're, they they did have the Netflix deal, so um, timing wise, I mean, it, it they would have been stretched thin, and it, it might not have been good. So I think it's good f- for both parties. Right. I, I I'm obviously I'm rooting for them um, on on the Netflix thing. They got a lot of heat with the ending of Game of Thrones, and then. Um, even more heat after this whole Star Wars thing because the whole rumor was, oh, they wanted to rush Game of Thrones, get it over with in order to do Star Wars, and then they exited Star Wars. So a lot of people are pissed off about that. So I really am rooting for them at Netflix. I hope they can get it right. I hope they they make something great. Um, It hasn't been announced what they're going to do. The only thing that has been announced is, is they signed a two hundred million dollar TV and film deal? So I don't know if we're gonna get a series from them with like a movie on the ending. I don't know if they're gonna be separate. Um, I I just from what I heard is they they get free reign basically at yeah. Netflix. Um, it'll be interesting. It will be. They they're master storytellers. This is what I tell people who like absolutely despise season eight of game of thrones you got to realize and i know there's source material but the same people who wrote episode one and season one that you fucking love wrote the last episodes in season eight so yes it was rushed yes they probably could have done a little bit a little bit better but you know chill chill out a little bit you know what i'm saying it'll just be interesting to see if they go back to more like books and source material stuff or do they come up with completely original content right now what because here's here's what i fear if they go true like original content first and it doesn't land they're gonna be in some trouble yeah um just because of how people feel about the last season and then if this is a flop there's gonna be serious questions about you know their ability and 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 what they're doing um yeah. so i would almost recommend if you don't have a really strong original like idea 
get some fucking source material. Right. Go do a book or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, I just got get a great, the trust I got a back, great you know idea I mean? for him, but I ain't going to say it on here because <laughs> all these fucking people listening will want to cop it. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I feel you. So what do you think about this? And I don't think this would be a good move for him. But uh, So after Game of Thrones, it was kind of it, the rumor mill was, did you ever hear about this Confederate series? They were uh, attached to that. Yeah. yeah so so they were going to do an alternate universe type show where the the Confederate the Confederates Confederacy. won the Confederacy won the Civil War. Yeah. A lot of people were pissed off about it. Um, Netflix went bye bye with that idea. So I wonder if they're going to move forward with that at Netflix. I don't know if I want that to happen. I don't know if it'd be the smartest thing. But Yeah, if there's already negative attention on it, scrap that and go do something else. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I hope they announce it soon because I mean I I just like to know what they're doing. Yeah. Um. But I, but like I said, I really am rooting for them. I I I hope they can get it at Netflix because I think like honestly with the numbers behind that deal, Netflix is pumping a lot of the, they're putting a lot of their eggs in that basket yeah. moving forward with the streaming wars because all this content is getting pulled from Netflix. They need series like like this big hit series, big yeah, hit 100%. series with big names. So they're yeah, if that doesn't work. Netflix, that's not a good but, investment. But with with the whole streaming wars argument, Netflix this especially just this past year has been fucking killing it in the film game. We got Irishman, we got Marriage Story, we got Dolomite is my name, we got two the two popes, which I haven't watched. Uh, but a lot of like they're putting a lot of uh, good shit out in their film department. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they go more films, uh, Benioff and Weiss. So it'll be it'll be cool to see what they do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to another Game of Thrones topic. HBO announced the Game of Thrones prequel written by Jane Goldman starring Naomi Watts is no longer happening. Um, now, I don't know if this was going to be the long night. It could have been. I, I, think, I couldn't I think find it any. Was. I, I think it was too, but I couldn't find any like official information that said the long night is canceled. So I don't know if they're still making the long night and then what we're about to talk about now. So in place of this, HBO announced a Targaryen prequel entitled House of the Dragon, and it's going to be a go. The series is co-created by George R. R. Martin, which is a good sign, and Ryan Condal. Um, Miguel Sapochnik will partner with Condal as the showrunner and will direct the pilot and additional episodes. Condal will be writing the series. Um so, yeah, I was trying to do a little research on this, and I couldn't find anything that specifically said the long night is canceled. It just said the series with Naomi Watts because they never had announced it being the long night. It was rumored. So I'm wondering if the long night is still a go alongside this Targaryen. But I guess just to the naked eye, it feels like the long night is probably canceled. If that made any sense, am yeah. I am I running circles around this shit? No. Either way, this House of Dragon we know Maybe is it a is go. separate because someone right here, it see says John Sim confirms he's been in cast tentatively titled The Long Night. Prequel. Right. See, it's confusing because they never announced fully The Long Night, but then they said this Naomi Watts one was canceled. So I didn't know if they were separate. 
But either either way, we know concretely that we're getting a Targaryen series, House of the Dragon. So do you think this will be successful? And that's number one. Number two, are you interested? Yeah. Um, I think this is probably their best idea. Um, if it's between The Long Night, this, or even like some other random spinoff. Right. Um, because I think everybody's fascinated with the Mad King. The Mad King, um, for sure. So I, I think they can take it in a lot of different directions. Um, we can get some kind of uh, fan service with some of the characters that we've already seen. Right. Um, and, and kind of tie up some other storylines. So um, I, I think it's a great idea. Um, I think it'll be super successful, um, obviously, if done right, if written well. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they you know put the money behind it like they put the money behind Game of Thrones, which yeah. with how successful it was, I would only assume that they'll make sure it has plenty of resources. And just the fact that it's a Targaryen show, so and we obviously know it's called House of the Dragon. We're probably led to believe there will be dragons, which lends us to believe that uh, there will be dragons and there will be CGI and they'll right. pump a lot of money into this. So the production value will probably be very expensive and very high end. Um, so that makes me think they're going to put all their eggs into this I basket. They're going to ride out this Game of Thrones train as long as they can. No doubt. I mean, and I don't blame them. I mean, it's fucking, it's a moneymaker and it's for the most part on a grand scale, it's pretty fucking good shit. So... Um, I'm rooting for it. I'm I'm all here for more Game Do you of think Thrones. That'll be something they'll try to put behind HBO Max instead of like releasing it to HBO. Here's the thing. So I don't know how that's even gonna work. I don't know. Um, I don't. I would know. assume there's some exclusive content to HBO Max, right? Don't, yeah. Don't you think they'd have well, to do that? Yeah, maybe. But I I don't know. I think that this is an HBO entity. I think they. They won't keep it for HBO Max. See, that's what I'm confused about with the HBO Max and HBO. That's why I don't I don't know why they titled it HBO Max because it makes it confusing with HBO. Right. Um, because this is, um, I think, Warner Brothers, right? It's yeah. Warner Brothers streaming service. Yeah. So, obviously, they own HBO, but they could have made it a little less confusing by calling it something with WB, you know? Yeah. But... That's a good point. I mean, I don't think this is going to be the one, but they're going to definitely need a big show other than, like we said, the Friends unscripted yeah. I could special. See, I could see this being behind HBO Max. Really? I okay. could. Okay. Try to get people to subscribe to it to get more Game so, of content. So let's talk about that for a little bit. So let's say they do do that. So that leads me to believe that HBO Max will be a more TVMA R-rated focused oh, streaming yeah. service. Do you think that will fend well against a more family-oriented Disney Plus? Well, I, I think they'll have some of that stuff too. Like they'll have the Harry Potter movies, right? They'll, so they'll have some of the the more kid-friendly stuff, just not as much right. of it. So, do you think that 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 plays into their hand? HBO's, I mean. Or at Warner Brothers, I guess. I think Do you what, think that that will help them to have yeah, the full spectrum? I think what's going to hurt them more than anything is going to be their price point. Right. Because they were the high, highest one. Yeah, they're a high price point. Right. Like we can get three streaming services basically for right. the price of HBO Max. So um, I think that's going to hurt them more yeah. than anything, especially if 
like um, if you're paying for just regular HBO on top of like your DirecTV or something. Yeah. And then now do I have See, to spend at that more point, money to, at that to point, get the max? I like, feel like you have to drop one. If, if right. I'm going to get – if I have to choose – I mean, because I would assume right. all the HBO content's going to be on the Mac. So then, right. what's the point of paying for just the HBO? Right. So like, it's it very confusing. Weird. It yeah, gets it confusing. Gets weird. So I think some of that it's a little sloppy right now. I yeah. think that stuff is going to hurt them more yeah. than anything else. I mean, I'm sure once it gets closer to launch, they'll kind of make it a little clearer as to how that's going to work and how you can get different packages and shit like that. Right. But. Yeah, they, they might have hurt themselves by calling it HBO Max. Yeah. But they have that HBO name on, and they know it's quality, and I don't know. I, like, if I, when we, I think I sent you that thing where, if you had, uh, if you had like, you know, $30 yeah. or whatever, and you, what would you spend it on for the streaming services? I, so you had, like, more the, more streaming services than me. I chose HBO Max, Disney Plus, and Netflix, Netflix maybe. Yeah. So, and I think you chose like maybe Hulu, one or two Amazon, more. Disney. Maybe I did Netflix. I, I, I know you like, didn't. You didn't do HBO Max, I, right? I, I know that. I didn't because yeah. it was just too fucking expensive. Right, it's fifteen. I think. Yeah, uh, it's expensive, um, no doubt. Yeah, especially especially I love the streaming world, especially talk, with how like well priced Disney is. Yeah. Yeah, it's cheap, and I mean, like, we th- we'll throw this in there, but I know it's kind of a laughable thing at this point. But di- or uh, Apple is like four, five dollars. Yeah. But I don't know. They the the crazy part about them, Apple TV Plus is they have big fucking names behind them. They have, yeah. I mean, Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell. That's probably their main show right now, yeah. the morning show. But then you have the Jason Momoa show. You have, have M Night Shyamalan. You have M Night Shyamalan. I know Spielberg. Um, ha- he he doesn't have a show on there right now, he's, but he's making yeah. one. I know Oprah has a documentary series coming out. Like they have big fucking names. So I they, don't know. listen. They have the money to go out and acquire a bunch of IP too. Um, so they got there. He got Snoopy. I mean, yeah. for their family. Uh, yeah, they're they're. They're in it for the long run, which is why I don't think they'll go away. I think they'll eventually figure it out. I think right. they're going to struggle at first um, just because they don't have you know, the content, the right. quantity right now. Here's the thing with them, though. I They had like a little free preview, and I, I, I tried it. Like, I told myself, because I really wanted to watch that morning show. Mm-hmm. I told myself, if I really fucking love this, I might get it. Uh, and I just, it was okay. Like, yeah. it just didn't enthrall me enough to be like, I need this. So, so I don't know. I think it's more so the quality. If they get the quality shows. On, honestly, the M. Night Shyamalan series looks fucking weird, but kind of good. I don't know. Yeah, it's not my thing. So Right. I mean, it's um, not enough for me to be like, I fucking need this, yeah. but I don't know. I think they're going to have to make, we've kind of talked about it. I don't know if we've talked about it on the pod, but I could see them going after, like, uh, what was it, A24? Oh yeah, and, we did talk about that. And, and getting a lot of them, um, like, like production their, companies, yeah, their movies, um, and then they can make their own movies through them. Basically, I, I want to go on record. I want to make an A twenty four movie. I will make an A twenty four. A twenty four movies have always they make fucking they make good shit, movies, so. and they make good TV shows. They're they're behind Euphoria. Yeah, and that's why I think I could see Apple just put, like putting a pretty penny into that and start making movies to have their own content for their 
I know they do have one movie in the works. I don't know what it's about or who's in it, but I I saw that. So So, I wouldn't be surprised if they they do some stuff like that, go get some production companies um, and start making films and things like that. Sure. Just to add to their IP. They're here to stay, for sure. I think so. Okay. They just have the money. I agree. So, I I mean. It'll be be interesting to see who the first is going to be to fall off. Because I I would say like Hulu, but Hulu is Disney now, so they're not going to. The other thing with with Apple that I think they need to consider um, the Disney kind of price point thing is they should find a way to bundle Apple Music with Apple TV, right? Because they don't have that option right now, right? That would probably be smart. You would think that if they were like, "Hey, for two bucks more than you're paying a month, you can have both Apple Music and Apple TV together." That would be Um, smart. And I think hire Brandon. I think a ton of people would do that. Yeah, I, I would do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good point, Brandon. All right, let's move on to your favorite topic. Yes. A little bit of DC. <laughs> All right. Uh, Colin Farrell is in talks to play Penguin in The Batman alongside Robert Pattinson as Batman, Paul Dano as the Riddler, and Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. We talked about the latter of that announcement, but uh, Colin Farrell is the new the newcomer there. Um, we also found out it was announced that Andy Serkis will play uh, Alfred in the Batman. Director Matt Reeves also seemingly confirmed that Jeffrey Wright will play Commissioner Gordon. That had been rumored, but he tweeted out a gif and said um, Commissioner or something. So basically confirming it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Reports also came out that uh, said Warner Brothers and DC Hope to have a Zoe Kravitz Catwoman, Paul Dano Riddler, and Colin Farrell Penguin spinoffs if the Batman is successful. Uh, so, first of all, what are your thoughts on the growing cast for this movie? What do you think of Colin Farrell in the Penguin role? I think we have too many cast members for this movie. Yeah, it's it feels more like a villain movie, yeah. which I kind of like, but at the same time... Well, I don't know. Like I almost, hope it's not like a like a Suicide Squad. Yeah, it almost feels like a team up movie already. Right. Like I think we need a movie. Like one of the things Batman Begins isn't a great movie, um, especially when you compare it to The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. Right. But it lays the groundwork. Yeah. For the whole trilogy. Right. You've got to lay the groundwork. We've got to really see like. For this to work, we need Robert Pattinson to be a really good Batman. Totally. So if you're like laying the groundwork as the villains, then we're not going to care about Robert Pattinson. Right. And if we're not going to care about Batman, we're not going to care about any of those villains. Like yeah. We need Robert Pattinson to be on display, and it just feels like we're going to have too much screen time for all the villains that we're not going to get enough Robert Pattinson to really like put his stamp as Batman. Sure. I will I will say to play devil's advocate, I think DC compared compared to Marvel in general um I personally think have better villains. Um Yeah, no no doubt. And I think they're I, I I'm just thinking more so from a I know. I'm thinking more so from like a producer or like a, like how to pitch this like to reboot a franchise. And they they say okay we have better villains let's play on the villains and I get that but they're doing Suicide Squad they're doing Birds of Prey um, I don't know I I think like you said I'm obviously we need a villain but maybe three villains in one movie is too <laughs> soon too much, yeah right and too much like part of the 
problem with the Ben Affleck Batman. Well, there was a lot, but <laughs> there was a lot. Yeah, um, Martha was yeah, <laughs> such a one of the worst, <laughs> worst fucking scenes. But was starting him against Superman. Like right. we never got the groundwork of like we never got to see Ben Affleck as Batman, like doing his own thing. We right. just saw him fighting Superman. And another thing you have to also take into account is it's not just Batman. We also need like a good amount of Bruce Wayne because totally. Bruce Wayne is a pivotal character in Batman, right. not just the fact that he is Batman, but because <laughs> of what Bruce Wayne and the Wayne family means to Gotham. So mm-hmm. like we have to like see all of these things and we're just gonna like it almost feels like we're just don't like we're doing the 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 last five minutes of the fireworks show where it's the grand finale versus let's build up to the grand finale. Right. Um, I like what you said. Let me ask you this. So I, I read a headline that said Robert Pattinson doesn't see this Batman as a superhero. Um, does that mean anything to you? Do you think that makes it more? It's going to be more grounded. More. Yeah, it's I mean, going to be darker. That's who Batman is. He's not. Like, the Dark Knight series, do we really think of him as, like, right. what we would consider a superhero? No, probably not. Right. He's a grounded character. He's right. a rich guy in a, like, bat suit. Like, that's yeah. it. He doesn't have superpowers. His yeah. superpowers is he's rich. Right. I'm really rooting for this. I, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm a positive guy with this fucking podcast <laughs> saying, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. But I really am rooting for this movie. Like, I want to have a good fucking Batman. Um, I love the Batman villains. Um I've been wanting a Riddler for uh, quite a while now. Yeah. I personally want Johnny Depp as the Riddler, but, you know. Yeah, Johnny Depp got some issues. He does, but that's what that would make a good Riddler, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but so I, I am rooting for this movie. I hope it's done right. I hope it propels DC moving forward. Um, I don't know. I just am a little nervous. But with the casting, with the casting... I am optimistic with the people who are playing these parts. The fact that all of them are playing makes me a little less optimistic because it feels like it might be cluttered. But if I'm going to believe in a cast, this is a pretty fucking good cast. No? Do you agree with that? Who who, who don't you like in these roles, I guess? Well, first off, Colin Farrell was terrible as uh, Bullseye. (laughs) Fair. Um but he's a good actor, yeah, I would say. He's fine. He's fine. Here's what Mar- who like Robert Downey Jr. wasn't a star when he did Iron Man. Chris Evans was a no name when he took over as Captain America. Um That's why I think Paul Dano can probably shine as a Riddler. Yeah, but there's so many big names. Like it's okay to pick someone that's like not like they even tried that with Justice League some, like picking Ben Affleck. Wasn't a great choice, right? Like it's okay to go with more of up and comer who can we can see as like truly this character rather than you're saying more so for Colin Farrell. Well, right? I'm, I'm saying more so for everybody. Like they just went big names pretty much for everybody. I feel like like instead of like I don't know bringing some up and comer who we don't see as like I don't see I don't want to see Colin Farrell and be like yeah remember he was terrible as Bullseye. Or see Robert Pattinson and be like, oh, yeah, that's Twilight. the guy from fucking Twilight. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, sometimes it pays to make the investment in a, in a younger up-and-coming actor who maybe doesn't have oh, – baggage isn't the right word, but, like, it, Let me it's hard this. to unsee some of these characters when you put them in these roles. That's fair. Let me let me, let me me play devil's advocate with this, though. Um, 
if they didn't and like when they announced Robert Pattinson as the next Batman, if they didn't um, announce it in the headline that he was in Twilight, I probably wouldn't have forgotten that. I'll be honest. You would have forgot Robert Pattinson yeah. was in Twilight? That's yeah. all anybody ever thinks of him as. Right, but I don't watch Name Twilight, so. <laughs> you don't have to. Name another I mean, movie Robert Pattinson's in besides The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. <laughs> that's, that's it. That came out this year before But that's before what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he's that big of a fucking actor. It's I think huge. He's, Those movies were huge. I think huge. he's a good actor. I mean, they were back we'll in like any the early, old girl, early 2000s. We'll ask any 12-year-old girl who Robert Pattinson is. They'll be like, ah, it's Edward. <laughs> it's Edward. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know if his name was Edward in that, but right, don't act sure like you don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, that's funny. I don't know. Like I said, I'm rooting for this movie, um, so we'll see. But do you think um, this movie could lead the charge for DC moving forward, or no? Well, I, I guess think the Joker predicted. Did. The Joker did. If, the if Joker DC did. turns okay. everything around. It started and ends with the Joker. Okay. The Joker got them back on. Like so, so you would rather see these one-off? No, they don't all have to be one-offs. But Joker showed that they can do something right. Right. We haven't really seen that. Yes, Wonder Woman was fine. Wonder Woman was actually very good. But the Joker showed that we can make a different type of movie and succeed because that's what DC's been trying to do. They've been trying to make a different type of superhero movie. Um, you know, since they started this justice league type era right, right. and not like none of their ideas have really stuck mm-hmm. um joker did build on it now let's make sure the new wonder woman's good i don't think birds of prey is going to be any good but we'll see mm-hmm. like I, I think if they they can they they have the characters and the stories to make really damn good movies they should blow marvel out of the water with the characters and it, that they have available really? to them. Yes. They have I, Batman. See, they have fucking Superman. See, they have right. Wonder Woman. They have the best villains. Like I would agree. Like Their characters are so much better than Marvel's did. Like Just at wow, the base man. level. Yeah. I would say I'm more intrigued with like the gr- – like I have always said this, but Batman and its villains – like on a surface level, I don't really give a shit about Superman. I'll be honest. Yeah, but he's still super. He's probably I mean, the he's most the best famous villain. Batman or famous like superhero, superhero of all time. True. I just I don't know. I don't need to see any more movies by it for him. Yeah, no, and that's Green fine. Lantern. Eh. Yeah, Green Lantern. But sucks. but but when you talk about Batman and all of his plethora of villains, right. I'm all here for it. No, I so, agree. Like if I had to choose my my favorite. <laughs> Superhero, it's going to be Batman, straight up. Yes. Right? And I, I think for a lot of people, their two favorite superheroes, if you would have asked them before Marvel started, who's your two favorite superheroes? It's Batman and Superman. Yeah. You could probably say Spider-Man but and But now it's Captain America third. and Iron Man. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what, what what's your take on DC's plan for these spinoffs? Yeah, I, maybe. Do you, do you think let's that, make one fucking good Batman right, movie first right, before we even right. think about spinoffs? Like, right, like that's the other thing with DC is they they get so far ahead of themselves that like they pigeonhole themselves. Like they make a Justice League movie before they fucking make an Aquaman movie mm-hmm. and and uh, all the other movies. Flash, they Flash, even made that yeah, one right. So like they pigeonhole themselves by going way too fast. Right, slow down. Focus on making a good fucking quality movie right. and build on it. You don't have to have everything planned out like like Marvel did. It's all about competing with Marvel. Right. That, that's and you're losing. The only reason. You've lost. Right. It's over. Right. Like, it's right. a wrap. Right. So so now start over. Take your damn time and do it right. Yeah. 
you're gonna love uh, the DC plan talk that's coming up too because there's more. But uh, we'll stick we'll stick with the Joker. Um, conflicting reports came out about a Joker sequel. Uh, reports initially came out saying that Todd Phillips met with Warner Brothers and DC about a sequel. Um, but then other reports came out and they said the original report was false. It was just clickbait. I think even Todd Phillips came on or like was quoted saying that no, that's not happening. But then again, I've also seen publications after the second story came out that said it's not happening. I've seen like publication like doing one of those things like who's going to be cast in the yeah. Joker sequel. So like I at this point, I don't know if it's happening or not. Yeah. Um, so I guess number one, do you think they're going to do a sequel? And then number two, do you think they should do a sequel? I think it made way too much money to not do a sequel. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they should do a sequel. Right. I, I hope they don't. Yeah, I think it, it takes away the lore of, exactly. of what they did if they do. Leave it alone. I don't think they could I don't think they can put a movie out called Joker Two and it be about Joker. It becomes about Batman because that's the next logical step, right? I mean, you—it has to be, especially with how it ended, right? And um, and this Joker isn't a Joker where, like you said, he's not a he's schemer. Not a jo- yeah, he's, he's not, not a schemer. He's, not, he, he's a mentally ill, yeah, dude. Like he just kind of came in as like literally nicknamed the Joker. He's not the Joker, right. so like. There's and no, I think, like, I I don't think know it what plays his future their advantage is. in that regard. Yeah, but, no, no doubt, no doubt. But as if it's a standalone movie, right? But it's a disadvantage if they try to make it a franchise. Right. I agree. I, I don't think they should do it. But money always talks. So and DC is hurting, and they need something to boost their their shit. So I don't know. But I really hope they 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 do it right. Um, is there any way? Let's say they do go ahead and make a sequel. Is there any way they loop it into this new uh, Robert Pattinson Batman universe, or yeah. is it? Because then it gets messy again. Like, do they cast a new Batman? You know, because yeah. you have to have a Batman in this mo- in well, the next one. Batman is so damn young. Right, right. What are we gonna do? Say thirty years later? Well, <laughs> Joker Would might be not old. make it thirty. Years. Yeah, yeah. It's just it gets it's get, it gets a little sloppy. Yeah. Right. So. I mean, what, what what do you think about that? If well, they especially were to do cause it, it was set in modern times, so it's not like well, seventies, but it was the seventies. I think it was. Oh, 70s. so maybe they say he went to jail for forty years, and now here we are. Batman's yeah. grown up, and but then the Joker's got to be like Joker's, seventy. Yeah, gonna be fucking old. So, I, yeah, it's fucking yeah. weird. No, don't do it. I yeah, I agree. So sticking on your favorite topic, uh, DC also kind of announced its future plans. Uh, Outside of Batman, um, they reportedly want to make Superman relevant again. Um, apparently, they had a meeting with Michael B. Jordan, so that rumor that he was going to play Superman could potentially be true. They also reportedly had discussions with J.J. Abrams and his production company to produce and or direct a Superman movie. Um, they also said they plan to lean on R-rated, R ratings for upcoming movies. James Gunn's upcoming Suicide Squad movie is predicted to be rated R. Uh, they also said the Green Lantern Corps remains a high priority. They're also moving forward with the Flash movie with Ezra Miller. Um, so I don't know. DC, DC, they're trying. But are they taking the right steps? I feel like I know this answer, but let's hear it. 
Sound off on DC. Here's 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 what DC it feels like they're doing. They're throwing 500 ideas up on the board. Totally. Just seeing if something sticks. <coughs> but here's Why the, are we starting over with Batman, but we're going to continue with The Flash? Right. Oh. Right. Like, it's, it's weird. Like, are we starting over... Or are we picking up and keeping going? Like, but, but here's, what are we doing? He's, are we are we trying to still do another Justice League movie? Like, like they there's no clear direction on what they're right. doing. They're here's, rebooting everything, right? But trying to keep everything else going. Here's, excuse me, where it gets even more sloppy. We're doing like a reboot of the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. and we're keeping some of the characters. We're keeping Margot Robbie. Right. We're keeping you know some of these other characters, but then like we'll Idris Elba is going to be the new Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just there's no be Joker. So fucking messy, man. It's going to be wild. But I am. I don't know. I have faith in the Suicide Squad movie with James Gunn. I have faith in that. Um, I don't know. I'm skeptical about Birds of Prey, but I'll still give it a shot. Um, like I said, I'm rooting for the Batman movie. But here's the thing: you said so. We both we both agreed that jo- they shouldn't do a Joker too, but that's what made them the most money. That's what potentially could. St- you said they threw up ideas and hoping that one sticks. That's the one that stuck. But but I don't know. I just don't think they should do a sequel. No, you know it's I mean? because it's that type of movie, right? The, the, your blueprint. It's not is, a franchise it could movie. Be a dark. Yeah, it could be a, a twisted. R-rated, like universe. Yeah, like do it that way. Yeah, or even, or even decide if you want a universe. Exactly. Is it just you want just Batman separate? You just want Wonder Woman separate? You just want Super? Right. That's that's totally fine. Yeah. Make them don't but make like, them connect a point. Right. Make a point to do that. Right. Right. No, I agree. Or with that. you can even do like two of them in the same universe yeah, together. Yeah, like yeah. you don't like you know what I mean? Like it doesn't. There, there just has to be some type of unity. We can't have, well, we a have a little bit of continuity. These four were in, in they're like the Justice League saga, and then we have like a different Batman that's in a different like right universe, and then you know we have a different Superman universe. Like we can't have eighteen different universes. <laughs> exactly. Where like that's some are connected, <laughs> some aren't. Like this isn't a soap opera. You can't just be like. Oh, now starring, uh, playing David's role is this guy because, well, David left. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no, in soap totally. operas, they just replace characters and just say, this right. is the new David. Right. You can't do that in movies. Exactly. It, it's crazy, but who knows? Maybe they'll get it right. All right, let's move on to some other shit. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody producer Graham King will make a Michael Jackson biopic. Uh, first of all, what are your thoughts on this? Um, do you think it has any potential, especially with it being the Bohemian Rhapsody producer, because Bohemian Rhapsody was so successful? Uh, do you think this one has the potential to do well? And then I think more so my main question is what light are they going to sh- shine on him? Because because this producer had to get the rights from the family to do this movie. So that makes me think that they're g- it's going to be a puff piece about Michael Jackson. But. I don't think it can be a puff piece if it's a fucking movie. Like you got to shed some light on the on the dark shit. I would think. Yeah, they shied away from a lot of stuff in Bohemian Rhapsody, which makes me think they'll shy away from a lot of stuff in the Michael Jackson. Yeah, they. In terms of like him being gay and him yeah. getting you know HIV and shit. Yeah. Yeah. They they hinted at it. It wasn't right. like a they main shied thing. Away. Right. Yeah. Right. So. 
Yeah. So, are, so in that regard, you don't. I mean, you don't think this will be like a good movie? I don't know. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. Like, I, 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 who are they gonna fucking cast as Michael Jackson? Well, it would like, be so hard. What I are we like. telling? Are we just saying he was a huge pop star, misunderstood? Like, if that's it, who needs to see it? I don't know if I want to see that. Right. I mean, I feel like you have to touch on the allegations. Right. You, you have to. I mean, it doesn't. It's not a movie if you do. Right. Right. No one's gonna care right. if you're Where's just gonna say it's a puff if, piece. If not, right. Right. You know. So I don't know. It just it, it intrigues me a little bit because I saw in the headline he had to get the, the rights from the family. So you would think like the family doesn't want you to right. put that shit in the movie. I don't know. So it'll be interesting. All right, uh, James Dean will be digitally re- resurrected by CGI to play a supporting role in an upcoming Vietnam-era movie, Finding Jack. What's your stance on this? Uh, we've seen this done in Rogue One, among other movies, where they bring back Carrie Fisher. Well, she I think she was still alive at the time, but uh, they bring her back fully CGI'd. They also bring back uh, Grand... Uh, Moth Moff Tarkin, Tarkin, Paul Walker, and the uh, Fast and Furious. True, um, yeah. So they've done this before. It's not like a completely new thing, um, but this one is. This one is is this one's is different. different. Yeah, okay. This one's different because those were series movies where some of their stuff was already shot. Right, we're trying to finish a storyline. Um, we got Paul Walker's brother stepped in and helped to make sure. Um, the Paul Walker stuff looked okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Carrie Fisher's daughter did the same um, okay. for some of the Star Wars stuff. This one, how long has James Dean been dead? Long time. Long time. This feels wrong. See, when I first when I first read this, and I just kind of put it down, I didn't like fully read into it. I thought the movie was about James Dean. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah. But That's then, then again, I reread it. And I think it's just like him in a movie. They just want James Dean in a movie. Right. Yeah. Which is fucking not, weird to I'm me. not a fan. I, right? I think that's too far. I think it's one thing if we have scenes, we're just trying to put some finishing touches, a tragic thing to ha- like happen. This is just like, well, let's make some money off a James A publicity Dean's stunt, death. right? Like, I'm not a fan. But I'm not a fan. I think it's I too it's far. Not, it's not about him at all, I don't think. Is right. it? That's what I mean. Right. Like, so, yeah. But it, even if it is, I, right. pl- pay an actor to be James Dean. Don't right. take James Dean yeah, old soul in. I could see, like, I and, don't like, know. It just can't look good. Right. There's no way this is, like. Right. I Like, I would be more inclined to say it's okay if it were, like, a James Dean movie. Like, I know the, the person who's directing or maybe producer, I don't know, um, who's doing this movie has said they want to do an Andre the Giant, the same thing. And I could see it like if they do an Andre the Giant movie, like it would be, I'd be more inclined to be like, okay, that's okay. But still, like you said, I don't think it would look good. Yeah. Especially if he, if he's the lead character. Yeah. Um, just, you know, people. We have actors. We have humans who exist and need jobs. And yeah. So I say you just give it to somebody. But I think morally it's. It's a little weird. More morally, yeah, yeah, for sure. It, the the technology, though, it, I don't know. It's it's on one hand, it's kind of scary. Like, yeah, it's putting these people out of jobs, right? Like, I don't know. It's it's crazy, but yeah, it it, it should be crazy. So, all right, let's move on to some music. The Grammy. I like the plot of iRobot. Remember, yeah. like the old guy who like 
programmed the robots like he still lives through like holograms and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's got like that trippy ass shit. Okay, um, you good with that? Yeah. Move on to some music shit. The Grammy nominations came out. Um, I did not put all of them on here because we would be here for two whole hours. Um, I put rap in here. I put and kind of the general field ones. We'll list them and we'll kind of give our predictions, talk about them a little bit. Um, Brandon, do you want to go through with these or do you want me to do yeah, them? I or can, I can go you're kind of good with the listy type things. Yeah, I appreciate that. You just want me to go down in order? Yeah. So how about you? Let's you read each one and then we'll do our predictions. Okay. Let's start. We'll start with. Yeah. You mean one by one? Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Best rap performance: uh, "Middle Child" by J Cole, uh, "Shug" by the Baby, "Down Bad" by Dreamville, "Racks in the Middle," "Nipsey Hussle," uh, featuring uh, Roddy Rich and Hit Boy, "Clout" by Offset, featuring Cardi B. Okay. First up, I, I can imagine that we probably agree that it's really probably we're going to be between two of them. Yeah, probably. And they are probably involving at least the same record label. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I were to pick, yes, but I could see the Grammys showing love Rex to Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Yeah. But I, if I had to choose, I would say down bad because it gives a trophy to more people. Yeah. Um, that's what I I would choose to win, but I like I said I could see them showing Nipsey Nipsey some love. Yep. Uh, but if I had to choose, I'm going down bad. If I had to guess, I would say Middle Child. Middle Child. Okay. All right. Best rap song: Bad Idea, uh, YB and Cordray featuring Chance the Rapper, Gold Roses, Rick Ross featuring Drake, A Lot, Twenty One Savage featuring J Cole, Racks in the Middle, Nipsey Hussle featuring Roddy Rich and Hit Boy, and Suge by the Baby. This is actually pretty stacked. Right. Um, I mean, again, if My I favorite would be Bad Idea. I fucking right. love that song. Right. It, honestly, though, if I had to choose, it, I might go a lot um, by 21 Savage. Yeah. Um, but I also could see them, again, th- showing some love to Nipsey. I think if they don't give uh, Nipsey rap performance, maybe they give him rap song. Yeah. Again, if I'm choosing like a favorite, it would be Bad Idea or a lot. Um, Gold Roses, too. That's a good fucking song. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, I actually don't have that on my phone, which mm-hmm. is interesting. But it's a good tune. Yeah, it's good. All right. All right, best rap album. We have Revenge of the Dreamers 3 by Dreamville, Championships by Meek Mill. I am, I was, 21 Savage, uh, Igor by Tyler, the Creator, and The Lost Boy by our guy, YB and Cordray. Right. Um, that was a surprising nom. Right. I was I was, I was hyped pumped. that he got. Yeah. And crazy thing, that's his debut fucking album. Yeah. So the the kid has a, uh, He's got a few promising years. career ahead of him if he, if he stays the course. But, uh, yeah, um, this is interesting. So I think... Right away, I, I predict that Tyler, the creator, is going to win. That would be my prediction um, as well. My dark horse, I could see Revenge of the Dreamers winning just because there's just so many people on it, and they want to show love and give as many people a Grammy as possible. But if I'm choosing like the best album on that list, it's Igor. Um, some people argue, oh, it's not rap music, it's pop music, but... I don't know. I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna predict and choose Igor. Yep, I would too. I think Championships is a good sleeper too. Okay, yeah, that'd be cool. All right, best new artist: uh, Black Pumas, uh, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, Lizzo, Maggie Rogers, Rosalia, 
Tank and the Banger, Bangas, and Yola. This is fucking stacked, honestly. Yeah. To me, yeah. It the comes three, down to three. Yeah, Billie for me. Eilish, Lil Nas, and Les- Lizzo. But honestly, it's a coin flip between either three of those. Mm-hmm. I probably am going to choose Lizzo, I but I could, I could easily see it being Billie Eilish. I could, yeah. Hard to pick I mean, Lil Nas, Lil Nas X, X too, but yeah. I, I, but like that's one song, right? But still, right. I, I would guess Lizzo. Um, Me too. But oof, that's. A I'm tough picking one. Lizzo with uh, I, my second choice would be Billie Eilish. Yeah. All right. Record of the year we got Hey Ma by Bon Iver, Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, Seven Rings by Ariana Grande, Hard Place by H E R or her. Yeah. Her. Um, Talk by Khalid, Old Town Road, Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Truth Hurts by Lizzo and Sunflower by Post Malone featuring Sway Lee. Another fucking stacked category. Yeah, this is tough. Um, I honestly think this is the year of Lizzo. I think Truth Hurts wins this one. Yeah. If I had to guess record of, record of the year, I'm going, I think it's Old Town Road. Really? I think Old Town Road's got to win. Something? Yeah. It's yeah. got to win something. Yeah. Especially because I don't think it's nominated for Song of the Year. That's why I would give it so to So you give it year. to record. Okay, that's fair. All right. Uh, song of the Year. Always Remember Us This Way, Lady Gaga. I don't know that song. love that song. It's from uh, Stars Born. It is? Yes. You're sure? Yes. Okay. I'll always remember us this way. Okay, I'm going to go, California I'm, go. I'm gonna have to go look that up. Why would it be on this Grammys? Wouldn't it be on the last one? Uh, maybe the soundtrack. Came I don't. Out. Know I, I don't know. Yeah, I'll have I to probably go check missed that the out. deadline for. Yeah, it could have. Anyway, uh, lady. Yeah, uh, bad guy by Billie Eilish. Bring my flowers now by Tanya Tucker. Hard place. Is it her? Yeah, just her. Say it. Yeah, it's her. Lover. Taylor Swift. Norman fucking Rockwell. Pardon my language. Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Someone you loved. Louis Capaldi. And Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Again, I, I think it's your Lizzo. I think she sweeps, and I think it's Truth Hurts. Although I think uh, number two would probably be Taylor Swift, Lover. Yeah. Billie Eilish is nominated a lot, so. I'm a big fan. Of, I like that song. It's a good song. It's fire. All right. Album bad. of the Year, I, I by Bon Iver. Fucking Norman fucking Rockwell <laughs> by Lana Del Rey. Uh, when We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish. Thank You, Next by Ariana Grande. I Used to Know Her by Her. Seven by Lil Nas X, Cause I Love You by Lizzo, and Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend. I'm sticking with my, my guns, and I'm going Lizzo. You're going Lizzo. Um, you think Lizzo's going to have... I think she's sweeping I'm, the big categories. I, th- I, I genuinely think the weird thing is, is like, why wasn't she nominated for any of the rap stuff? Because I think they're, they're, con- they're, they're putting her as a pop star, I think. Really? They okay. did that. Remember, they did that last year with uh, they nominated Scorpion and uh, yeah. Beer Bongs and Bentleys as pop album or yeah. like, yeah. you know, the main category and not rap. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're doing that. Yeah. That makes sense. What do you what are you taking for album of the year? Um, I'm going to go thank you next, Ariana. OK, that's definitely a good pick. Um, uh, Dark Horse could be Billie Eilish's album. Yeah. I honestly might. It's going to go to like fucking Bon Iver since no one knows who that is. You don't know Bon Iver? Oh, am I supposed to? I mean, he, I, they're just a good, they're they kind of been around Are a little like bit. Are they like a pop band, good. rock band? I think I don't know if it's one person or a band, but they 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 have the vocals. They're mm. good. Um, Sorry to Bon Iver. Sorry, maybe it's I should okay. have gone with Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend. Sure. Do we know who they are? No, Probably not. I don't know who they are. No. Um, I kind of want to listen to Norman fucking Rockwell though. I might I might give what that a, a listen. Right, right, Lionel Del Rey. 
Uh, any, I, I can't think of any snubs. I was like, surprised Posty top. wasn't nominated. Yeah, true. They showed him so much love for uh, beer bongs and Bentleys. I personally think that um, this one, his last album, that the name is escaping me. Help me out here. What's the name of the album? Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. What's uh, it called? Ho- Hollywood's, Hollywood's bleeding. bleeding. Good call. Good call. Hollywood's bleeding. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I'm surprised, especially because Sunflower got a nom. I'm, I'm surprised. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow didn't get nommed. Touche. Um, I think that's Especially probably, in rap. That yeah. could have been more of a rapidy rap yeah. co- so category. I am surprised by that. Um, what else? Was Taylor Swift not up for album of the year? That's another shocker to me. No, she she got that uh, song of the year with The Lover. Yeah, but, but not album not of the album. year. That's that's a surprise. Right. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. You know, I to me, this has been kind of a, a, a down year in hip hop. Um, I think it's been a good year for a lot of like up and comers, yeah. but like we haven't had the heavy hitters. Right. Um, uh, are you surprised your guy Boogie? Were you sad that he wasn't nommed for anything? Um, I I mean I've been fucking with that album a lot. I really enjoy that album. I didn't I I didn't think it was gonna get nominated. Yeah. If I if I I mean I thought that Igor would probably get nominated. And yeah. Win, so. That Igor seems to be like if if, it, if I had to put like Vegas odds, I think Igor is probably your betting favorite. Right. To, it it to just win. feels like an artsy yeah. album that the Grammys would recognize. Yep. So I think that's what's gonna. Did happen. you have any snubs? Uh, off the top of my head, honestly, I can't think of any. I I think it, it's the year. It's it's like a three way race between the best new artists of Lizzo, Lil Nas X, and Billie Eilish. It shows in the the general. Um, races and it'll be interesting to see if they spread out the love or if they give all the love to one person like I predicted but um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if they if they spread the wealth a little bit if you will yeah so all right um, let's move on from that this is I, I, I I'm excited to talk about this Rob Markman, he is the creator and the head. Uh, I think he's the creator. I don't know if he created it, but uh, he's the head of Genius.com um, and Rap Genius, and they do all the interviews with all the rappers and shit. Um, he tweeted out a list of his favorite albums of 2019 so far. Um, interesting list. I think he had Wale on there. He had Rhapsody on there. He had some kind of albums that you probably wouldn't think would be like the best albums of the year, but he digs in the crates and I respect that. Uh, but it was followed by another tweet that read su- su- the list. This is regarding the list. He says subject to change. Cause I know in all caps, no redacted is going, is about to drop. And I heard all caps heard the legend redacted might all caps might drop. So let's speculate a little bit here. Who do we think the redacted artists are? I personally think the first one who he knows is going to drop is The Weeknd. Yeah, that seems, especially from what we've seen today. Right. We got uh, two Weeknd songs, Heartless and Blinding Lights. Um, He dropped the video for Heartless. Uh, He put on his Instagram a picture with like a dog, and it had the parental advisory. Yeah, it like so album artwork. it looked it looked like album artwork. Um, I I didn't see any like date or announcement with that, but I'm assuming that's kind of the album artwork. So my guess is going to be um, that is the no redacted. Yeah. But the interesting one, the intriguing one, is the legend 
redacted might drop. So what do we think here? Uh, we we kind of talked about this the other day. I threw out some names. Tell me what you think of those names. I I, I threw out number one. Um, who did I say? I said. I mean, obviously Kent. So I've heard rumblings that it might be Jay Z. It's Jay Z's birthday today. Um, so birthday, happy bat, happy birthday, Hove. I think he's fifty today. He's um, only fifty. I well, I kept older than 50, I kept he? saying I kept saying Hove fifty the hashtag. So I I would assume he's fifty. Older than 50. Right? He, maybe he is older than fifty. I don't fucking know. But uh, I I like that would be dope if Jay Z surprise dropped. I mean, obviously we've been waiting for a Kendrick album. That would be fucking amazing. I think he's easily legend status. So that would be that would fit the mold. Um, I threw out Frank Ocean. Uh, I think he's legend status i know i know i know brandon isn't fully on the frank ocean train but i would be 100 percent here for a frank ocean album. maybe dre's gonna drop detox (laughs) yeah right right (laughs) it's gotta Uh, be done right it's just sitting somewhere Nah, i I think compton was his detox (laughs) i actually like compton though that album a lot of people slept on that but uh slim shady eminem potentially um i know genius is Nas could. He dropped uh, the Lost Tapes 2 earlier this year. It was okay. It was good. It didn't really like grow on me. I listened to it a couple times and haven't really revisited it. it. But Andre 3K. That. Now that. Okay, actually. <laughs> the fuck? I just thought of this. So there was one tweet earlier in the year by this like rapper I've never heard of who said that he was in the album or in the studio, excuse me, with Andre 3K, and he played him something that sounded like an album. So the fact he fucking said that, <laughs> holy shit! Oh, now I want it to be Andre 3K, yo. <laughs> oh, that would be insane. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he definitely fits the legend mold. Yeah, he does. Do you have any predictions as to who you think it might be if or who I you want it to be? Gun to my head, I, I would guess Jay Z. Okay, um, but I don't know. I mean, I. I if I had to choose like who I'd want it to be, I'd want it to be Kendrick. I'm, I'm ready for a fucking Kendrick yeah, album. I just bad. think Kendrick's coming next year. Yeah, 2020. Start the decade off, right? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be crazy if that happens because I, I I posted an article. Drake's been active lately. Yeah, it could be Drake. Um, yeah, it, it just feels like it. I don't know. Based on this tweet, it's just a feeling of mine. It feels like more of an artist who doesn't come on a regular basis i feel like drake like every year he fucking drops and it'd be cool i mean i'm all i'm here for a new drake album but if it feels like a jay-z or an eminem or a kendrick would be more of the mold here but who fucking knows i'm i'm excited to see it come to fruition what these are what the kind of keep our ear to the ground and see uh if we can predict these moving forward but we already talked about the weekend uh this new music if we think an album is coming really excited for that uh i i really like the sound of the new songs heartless have you listened to the songs brandon i have not yet i, I if you're gonna choose one choose heartless it's fucking fire metro Boomin is the producer it's uh more of a banger it's 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 lit it's dope it's uh might be one of my favorite songs of the year so bless you um thank you sir all right so let's move on to some j cole talk during a recent performance j cole played a trailer for his upcoming album the fall off which he's been teasing since kod uh he confirmed it's coming in 2020 
Um, he also announced his feature run has come to an end. Um, so, what are your expectations for the fall off? Do we expect features? Is he going to um, stick to his double platinum with no feature grind? Uh, do you think it's going to be a conceptual album? All those type things. You go first. I go first. Okay. One, I am very excited for it. Um, I could see him having features on this. I think he's doing away with that. I think I, I think I either read or saw an interview where he says that he kind of feels like he's missing out on opportunities uh, working with artists by not having them featured on. Um, he could. I think I'll actually so that think that might have be been that might have been in regards to him being featured on other songs, yeah. and that's why he started the free feature run. So that could have been false what I just said, but um, I could see features being on this album. Do you think it would be like Dreamville guys, or do you think it would be outside of Dreamville? I I could see a little bit of both. Okay. I mean, um, I I could see Ari Lennox on it easily. I could see like. Boz and JID, um, maybe even Earth Gang. I don't know, but um, I could see him like, like, could you imagine a new like J Cole Kendrick song like in blowing yep. up the fucking universe? I could see something like that where it would blow people's minds and just kind of a a random kind of feature like that. Yep. That would be cool. Um, so I'd be here for that. How you how you doing? You feeling all right? Yeah, you feeling good. Getting getting all stretched out, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, really excited. I think it'll be a conceptual album. The name of it is interesting, especially because if we're gonna loop it back to KOD with 1985 being the intro to the right. fall off, um, that makes me think the KOD is kind of a precursor, a, like a epilogue, or is it epilogue or pre, pre prologue, 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 prologue to. Uh, the fall. the fall off, but 1985, it just feels like it's uh, a diss on the up and coming rappers, if you will. So I don't know if that's really in J Cole's repertoire to shit on the new yeah, but wave. Maybe it's about his because um, I go back to uh, like money pussy parties. I was on the same thing, so maybe it's more of a how he changed from that young kind of immature rapper to the more seasoned uh conscience rapper that he is now maybe it's more of like that like a or, maybe a warning yeah or it what if i didn't change right. what kind of rapper would i be sure that'd be really cool uh but i definitely think it's going to be conceptual i think yeah. it's going to be cohesive uh, yeah I, there's nothing that like a solo j cole album like right. I just don't see him not doing yeah, that. Yeah, totally. I think he got the kind of compilation out of the way yeah. with the Dreamville album. Mm -hmm. So um here for that. Here's a, a, a thinker type of question yeah, that I, I like want to get question. to. So do you think J. Cole has dropped his best album? It's hard because I hold uh twenty sixteen Forest Hills Dries in like the highest. Twenty fourteen. Uh yeah, sorry, I said twenty sixteen. No I? worries. Um I hold that in like the highest regard as right. far as like that to me is the gold like status for J. Cole. Um so it's really hard to top that because his last two albums have been phenomenal. Right. Um but to me like they still don't really come, you know, close not close, but they don't compare right to, to four Silver Drive. So So it's, I, it's tough. I guess I guess more so the 
the question is like, do you think he has it in the tank to yeah. make oh, yeah, a absolutely. fucking you're right? Like like so the reason I bring this up is because one of my favorite hip hop publications, DJ Booth, had a article and they listed a bunch of uh, artists and they said have they had their best album. Mm-hmm. They had Cardi B on there, they had Kendrick, they had J. Cole. Uh, they they said that Kendrick has dropped his best album. Which makes sense. It makes sense, but I still think that his next album is going to be amazing. Yeah, but that's not the question. No, like, I know. You can make great I personally, I personally have, think he still has like, him to make like a better Kanye. album. Like Kanye. Kanye dropped his best album. It doesn't matter totally. what he does, like the rest of his life, doesn't matter how good it is. Like, he dropped his best album. Totally. But they, they did say that J. Cole has not dropped his best album. I could see it. Yeah. Because I, I could see him coming out and making like his version of To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. You know? Where it's like socially and politically motivated, and it's deep, and it's still a banger. Like I could see. You don't him think for your eyes was like that? No, I do. And yeah. I, but I think, I think he could expand on that because I think that's such like. Um, I see, don't know. to me, to me, I, I think it'd almost be the other way in the sense where like. Like, Forest Hill Drives, to me, what's great about it is I do think it's uh, a concept album, but, like, he also throws in some, like, like just really good, like, kind of banger no, songs. No, totally, totally. And I think, like, his last two albums especially, well, maybe not. KOD had some bangers on yeah. it, but For Your Eyes did not. Did not, <laughs> right. And so, like, I could almost see him going back to that. Like, to me, KOD was almost exclusive, not, like, he used a new wave sound, yeah. but tried to do conceptual right. or like introspective themes. Right, right. And so, like to me, I could see him going back to doing like a little bit of give and take, where everything, it's, yeah, it's more inclusive. And like to me, he could do that really successfully, and yep. and, and that could be better than 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Okay, hopefully we get it on the fall off. I'm it. looking forward. I'm to here it. for it. Hell yeah. Um, what else do we have here? So a uh, little bit of Kanye, and then we'll we'll kind of wrap up here. Oh, no chance, love either for the Grammys. I just saw yeah, it. yeah, which isn't that surprising? Not that surprising. Not a, um was a little disappointing. Yeah, but we'll we'll uh, yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, it on, it, our, yeah. on our upcoming yeah. uh, ranking podcast. Um, okay, so Kanye West tweeted a picture with Dr. Dre. The caption read, "Yay and Dre, Jesus is King Part Two coming soon." crazy i would never think that this would be a combo that i would see in my lifetime um do we think that it's actually going to happen if it does happen will it be good what do you think tough to say first uh, of all did you i don't think we've talked about jesus king have you even listened to it no yeah i listened to like oh two yeah I, I remember i was in austin when it dropped and i yeah. you listen you're like <laughs> you said you listened to it like halfway through the first song you're like mm, that's a no for me yeah, that's, <laughs> that's gonna be a hard pass um, I don't know. It, it's really hard to say. Dre uh can get the most out of anybody. It seems like I just don't know what the most is for Kanye right now, especially if he's going to stick to the Jesus is King thing. And I think I think he is. Right. I think moving th- forward throughout his career from now on, well, you never know. He, well, ch- true, he d- changes. He does way. change on the on the drop of a hat. But this is a man who literally. What four years ago dropped an album where he's got a girl with her fat ass just chilling on the ass cup like on the uh, album artwork, right? And now he's Jesus is King and right. it's gospel music. Like, yeah, this man can change real fair. Quick. F- fair point. Uh, 
But, I mean, he's gone on the, these interviews and said, I'm not making any rap music from now on. It's going to be all gospel music, all related to God. And that's cool. I mean, that that, that that's cool. He found his faith. I'm, I'm here for it. But I don't know if that fits with, like, a Dre production. That's so weird to me. Uh, but, I mean, if it comes out, of, I'll listen. doctor vibes. I'm about to lose my mind. Some very serious, heavy-hitting melodies. Yeah. I don't know. I well, I, I just want to talk about Jesus King because I can guarantee it's not going to be in my top ten. Same. <laughs> um, I don't Hard know. Hard to when you haven't heard it. But, <laughs> but uh, so here's my gripe about it. Like, I respect the message. I... Like obviously, I believe in God, and like I'm a religious hmm. guy to a point. Breaking news, <laughs> but um, like so, I appreciate the message. But I would have rather heard Kanye's personal journey about yeah. him finding his faith and finding God. Right. I would have. It would have felt more vulnerable. It would have felt more personal. Does it feel? This felt like an album about God, and that's yeah. cool. It's fine. Like I listened to it once. I don't need to listen to it again. I like. It's cool. It's just not really for me. If he made it more personable, I probably would have come back to it a little bit more. But it just felt like kind of a throwaway gospel album. That's that's my take on it. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, you haven't listened. I would but listen. <laughs> what do you think of that take? Could you see that? I guess. Yeah, so I if it was a personal, here's like I hit rock bottom. Right. This is what pulled me out. Exactly. That'd then be that's co- compelling. That'd that's, be compelling. That's art. That's. To that, me, it that's not what this was. <laughs> every, like all of the stuff he like has been doing just feels like a stunt to me, and yep. it just almost feels like you're just using God as almost like a kind of a money grab. Yeah, and like it doesn't feel like to me, it just doesn't feel authentic. And maybe it is, and maybe I'm dead wrong. I don't know the guy. Right. This is me just like get, guessing off what he projects. But like it just feels like he did such a 180 that like it just feels like to me a money grab and attention grab and like. It's hard for me to feel like it's authentic, especially if you're not going to give us your story. Yeah, so so I will respectfully disagree that I think I think he has like found God and I think he's like becoming religious. He's, I mean, I think he always has been he's religious. He's selling fucking expensive ass tickets to come to his Sunday worship. Actually, are, are you sure? I think those are free. No, someone like the other day talked about it. Are you sure? Yeah, there's like a big article about it about oh. how they spent a shit ton of money. He showed up late. Okay. Like all this stuff. For some reason, I thought Couldn't those hear, were like, free. I thought they were free tickets. You just had to, they went instantly, so you had to get them early. But either way, either way, um, I, I, I don't want to say that, like, he's faking being a Christian. Come on, say it with your chest. I'm saying it. No, I, I don't. I really, Join me. I really don't think. Join me in the dark really, side. <laughs> Kill the younglings. <laughs> He's making this woman dress I'm gonna, up. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back to the kill the younglings <laughs> comment real quick. But I really do think he's like a Christian dude. Um, but yeah, I just I, I this album just didn't do it for me. So, but I want to come back to that comment real quick. <laughs> unless you have something that else to add. Go ahead. So, so I don't know if you shared it with me or were you the one who's saying? Yeah, yeah let's fuck? talk about that. That's hilarious. Did you see it? Yeah, I, I didn't actually uh, see it, but like talk mind. about this. <laughs> hilarious <laughs> you want me, Do you want me to just story? kind of explain it yeah, so it was like if you could drop an f-bomb into any point like in star wars where would it be because like they were talking about like pg-13 right. normally they're allowed like one or maybe two f-bombs and so it was like 
like where would you put it in a Star Wars movie? And, <laughs> and it this was, is the best comeback. <laughs> so it was Anakin walking in to kill the younglings, and it was like zoomed in <laughs> on a youngling, <laughs> and right above the young, <laughs> right above Fuck. the youngling, it just has the word. Fuck. <laughs> and the kid looks so like, oh, shit. Oh, it's that's hilarious. So funny. That is good. That is good, oh. good stuff. Anyway. I like it. All right. Uh, do we want to give a brief, brief, brief college football playoff preview? No. We'll, we'll do, say we'll, that. You'll get a three-peat pod probably next week. Okay. Three-peat pod. Where we can pod. actually talk about the, right. the playoffs. Three-peat we'll pod coming soon. We'll have a lot of college football playoff talk there. Um, again, I want to tease. We are in the middle of an unfiltered cinematics movie blitz. Uh, we went to see Queen and Slim, Knives Out, Irishman. I saw a Marriage Story. Might go see Honey Boy this upcoming weekend. We're going to go see Uncut Gems, Star Wars. We got a bunch left. Uh, my question to you with this is, out of all the movies, what are you most excited for moving forward? Hmm. I have a hot take. Pure, pure excitement if like we're not going like critically acclaimed at Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, Star Wars. Yeah, not even close. Okay. Um, I have a hot take. I'm more excited for, for Uncut, Uncut Gems. Gems. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. No, so hype. It, you can't be. It's Star Wars. It's the end of a fucking <laughs> saga. But I'm so scared. Movie. But I'm so scared. You're so excited. It's like Arm- I'm definitely excited. It's like Armageddon when uh, Owen Wilson's like, you know, you're you're nervous, but you're also scared. You don't know if am I 99% scared <laughs> yeah. or am I 1% nervous. That's a good one. That's a good um, one. No, I definitely am excited for Star Wars. Um, you'll get there. No, we'll and, and the hype is building, honestly, oh, for it me. Is, like, I'm with all this shit coming out, like, I'm, I'm getting more and more excited. Away. Right. Um, but I don't know. I have a really good feeling about this Uncut Gems movie, and I'm just really excited to see that. So that'll be coming soon. Um, Unfiltered Cinematics, baby. Let's get it. But uh, we also have our year-end podcast where we rank everything, our album songs, movies, TV shows, the sports moments, the whole nine yards. And we're also going to do a end of decade special where we do the same thing. Which y'all better appreciate because it is hard. This shit, it is this hard. shit requires a little <laughs> bit of research. And we have been compiling our list uh, for, I don't know, a couple weeks now, yeah. two or three weeks. It's hard. Yeah, it is tough. Dude, so think about songs. Think about how many albums <laughs> yeah. come out in a fucking decade. Yeah, Try and narrow it down to 10 songs. Yeah. Fucking hard. Not great. So we're going we're gonna to do this for you guys. and It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited. And to you're going to fucking list. like it. You're going <laughs> to fucking like it. You're going to download it and make a playlist, <laughs> and you're going to like it. But that's all we got. So uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> thank you for riding with us. Um, these OG podcasts get longer and longer because we just have so much shit to talk about. Yeah. But we love this shit. We love it. All last right. one of 2019. Last one of 2019. The next one will be, we'll probably have a three-peat pod, but uh, yeah. then we'll do the best of 2019, best of 2019 in decades. Decade. So there's a lot of content coming your way. So we appreciate you guys for rocking with us. I'm Trey Alessio. The do you want to say, what's up? Do you, before you sign off, yes. I, I cut yeah. you off at Knives Out. Do you want to say your line from Knives Out? Oh, yeah, yeah. get to do it in the unfiltered. Yeah, so it was funny. <laughs> on our At the very end of our uh, unfiltered on Knives Out, because normally Brandon's saying is, I can't say it, but go ahead and say it. Well, you've said it before. Stay safe. Stay safe is his motto. We're going to put it on a shirt for the guy. <laughs> um, Brandon thought I was going to cut him off and say his quote, but I just wanted to say a quote from the movie. <laughs> so I'll say it now. 
I suspect foul play. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying this at work like all day. It's awesome. I suspect foul play. I suspect foul play. <laughs> Daniel Craig, I love it. All right, I'm Trey Leslie of the Dawn of Entertainment. This has been the OG Are You Entertained podcast. We got Brandon Ogden, the Consley Airy, and we'll be back for more. Stay safe. <laughs>